Hey guys, welcome back to Leave It To Be. I am super excited about today's episode and a little nervous. I am not gonna lie, cause today I will be talking to an intuitive life coach. Now, if you're wondering what that is, it's a professional who helps you change your life and live your dream by helping you access your intuition and by gauging your energy and emphasizing emotional and spiritual healing. So today I'm gonna be asking her questions about my life, my past relationship that I just got out of, my future relationships, my family, my friends. Y'all, you're really going to learn a lot about Brianna in today's episode. So I'm super, super ecstatic to talk to Tosh. I met her on Clubhouse a couple weeks ago. And who would have thought that we would have just manifested this interview and this conversation, y'all? I'm super excited. Let's get into it. Leave it to be and let it be. This podcast gives you all the insight that you need to know about mental health, fitness, relationships. Is your ex trash? Let's talk about what real, real love looks like. Okay. Love yourself and don't give a f- <laughs> Leave it to be and let it be. Hosted by me, Brianna. Duh. <laughs> Well, Tosh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me. This is my first time interviewing uh, an intuitive life coach. You know, I know that that's what you go by. And I really want to talk about um, what that means, because, you know, some people might compare that to a prophet or a, uh, a psychic and things like that. So I would love for you to kind of just go in depth of what that means for you and what that is and how you started your career. <laughs> Well, yeah. I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity of having me as a guest. Yeah. Um, look at your Instagram. I can read photos. So I did check you out. You thank have you. great energy. Thank um, you. just really, really good people. And I'm excited for all of your success. Oh. Um, so just to let you know, um, I'm an intuitive. Um, and I say intuitive because I have a God-given gift. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want people to put me in the same category as a psychic or a medium mm. because I am a prophet and I get this prophesized. Right. So before I even speak to my clients or before I jump on a live or an interview or even a, a clubhouse, um, yeah. I make sure that I pray um, so that God could give me the answers he needs to speak to you and give you whatever messages. Mm. Um, the closest to that is but within 24 hours, I will forget whatever we discussed. I'm not going to remember a thing. It comes, I give you the information and it goes. Wow. So I ensure that, you know, I don't want to completely label myself as a prophet because if I do that, then people are going to try to keep me in the church. Okay. You know, I'm going to be able to make this big, large impact. But my right. gift is prophetic. It is God-given. And mm-hmm. so that's why I brand myself as an intuitive life coach. Love that. How, at what point in your life did you realize that this was a gift that God yeah. gave you? Yeah. So my family realized when I was just six years old that okay. I had, I'm 37 now. Mm-hmm. So my mom and I was sitting at a kitchen table and I just randomly told her something about a friend who had like oh. some heart conditions. And I was like, oh, mommy, Miss Boo needs to go to the doctor to fix her heart. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like random eating a bowl of cereal at the kitchen table. And she's like, I kept like stressing her and stressing her. And she was like, like, stop this. So she finally was like, I don't know what's going on with this girl. She keeps saying something about you going to the doctor to fix your heart. Mm -hmm. And then her friend confirmed to her that she actually had to have heart surgery. So it's then when my mom was like, where did this come from? So, you know, we had other family things going on for my adoption where we were like going to see like therapy or whatever. So my mom took me to a therapist just to see what was going on. And she said to her, like, she said, she knows things. She can see stuff. Like, I want to make sure she's good in the brain, you know? Yeah. And I ended up reading the therapist at like the age of seven years old, like telling the therapist about her husband. (laughs) And she was like, what? What? Right. So then that's is then when she explained to my mother that I was special and that I was gifted. 
That is beautiful. So fun fact, a similar story actually happened to me when I was younger. My mom always says this story, right? And so when I was younger, my, um, we were coming home from like Chuck E. Cheese or something. And I told my dad, I was like, uh-oh, uh, Dexter, our dog at the time, I was like, he messed up the house and I was very specific on what he did. He put a hole in the couch and all this stuff. And my dad's like, oh, Brianna, stop it. Like, you know, you're making stuff up. We opened the door and everything that I said, like the shoes were gonna be uh, aid and bit and the, and the couch and everything absolutely happened. And so they looked at me like this girl has a gift. I haven't used it like you. I don't know. I have dreams that come true. I don't know if that is, I don't know what it entails specifically. So, you know, how do you tap into that? Like, do you, do you meditate often? Like what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, um, so I held, held it for a long time because I didn't want people to think that I was weird knowing things about their lives. My best, my closest friends, childhood friends had no idea that I even had this gift. They just knew me as the friend that gave good advice. (laughs) Mm Because I would be like, that guy is not good for you. Probably shouldn't date him. He's this, he's that. And everything that I said would happen. They'd be like, that's crazy. You know, how did you know this? But it was kind of like a hidden secret in my household because, you know, that's weird. You know, you see someone and they know everything about your life. That's a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. So fast forward, I did this transformational workshop in New York City called momentum education and Mm. it's about like being your best self and who are you being in the world and living your purposeful life and your purpose so fast forward we were standing in the 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 group and it was about like 40 of us so I just felt something in my mind where I was like I just need to let these people know that I'm gifted and I was at this point I was mid-20s okay so I stood up in front of the room and I said guys I have a gift so because it was like transformational work, they're like, oh, yeah, Natasha, we all have gifts in the world. <laughs> We're all powerful people. And I'm like, no, I have a gift gift. And they're like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. So I literally stood there in the middle of the room and read like 30, 40 people just like went around and was like, you did da and you did that. And they were like, people were crying. They were. Wow. And it was such an empowering moment for me because I felt like free, like literally coming out the closet. Mm. And I was like. I was like, this is it. Like I, the impact that I made in that second, I knew that it was time for me to make a bigger impact because of that, that moment. How powerful is that story? So when you finally let yourself go, do you feel like your gift really excelled from that point forward? Like you it really did. used your gift for everything, for, for its full purpose? Absolutely. It's in that mm. moment where I was just like, it's out. The cat is out the back. Here we go. And wow. in the time I was working for a recruiting firm. Mm-hmm. I worked in the recruiting industry as a, um, a recruiter, a headhunter. Yeah. So it turns us to the point where when people were coming for interviews, I would like take their resume and like flip it over and be like, forget this interview. This is what you need to do. This is what's going on with your life. And like read their whole life. And they will walk off the interview like, what just happened? Like, I don't even care if I don't get the job. Like, I feel like my life is changed. I uh-huh. feel like I'm headed in the right direction. So mm-hmm. it's, that's when I realized it's corporate or using my gift. Because I was using it all the time then. Once I came mm-hmm. out. It was everywhere. And the Uber, where I met my husband, I ran him, you know, mm. and the, the workroom and the boardroom, I just used it all the time. I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> so <laughs> like, how was it as far as your relationship goes, you know, growing up as a child, did you like, did your friends, did they think it was weird? Like when you would tell them stuff about their lives or did you kind of hold that in? Like, how did that process go for you growing up? Yeah. So again, early on, they had no clue. They had no clue that I had this ability, like early teens, early 20s. They really didn't know. It's uh-huh. when I did the momentum workshop was when I, I came 20. and told my girlfriends and I was like, 
guys, I have this gift. And they were like, all right, girl, you know, okay. Yeah. And I was like, no, I have like a real gift. And my, my former, we're not, I'm not friends with these girls anymore. But okay. um, so my friend of faith and I were on the train coming back mm -hmm. from New York and this woman sat next to me and I just looked at her and started like reading her whole life on the train, on the A train. Wow. And my friend then she was like, oh my God, oh my goodness. Oh, you could do that. And I was like, I've been trying to tell you guys <laughs> that I have gift gift. And they were yeah. like, whoa. So for them, it was weird because how do you go from your friend being normal one day mm -hmm. and then the next day they come out and like, I have a gift. It was, it, I think it, in that moment, it probably changed the dynamic of the friendship. Mm. I don't know if they could handle that. Right. And how did your husband handle it when he found out? So I met my husband in the Uber, actually. Oh. So he picked me up from the office and I yeah. got in the car, I was on the phone and something with his energy was just like pulling me. So I got off my call and I literally sat in the back of the Uber and read his whole life where he used to live in Atlanta. He was a former professional boxer. His mother passed away, all this stuff. And he was amazed. He was like, what is happening? And we sat and when he drove me to my house, we sat mm -hmm. in front of my house in the Uber and talked for like two hours, literally two hours, just talked about everything. When you but guys got out the car at your house. <laughs> yeah, because he picked me up from my office. Oh, and okay. He was a driver. Out. Okay. So, you know, instead of me just getting out the car, we just sat in front of my um, we just sat in front of my house and just talked for like two hours, just about wow. like life. And I was like reading his life and telling him what I saw for him. And before I got out the Uber, no, when I got out the Uber, I walked away and I turned to look back at him. And I said, just so you know, you and I are lifetime partners. And he looked at me and was like, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> it was crazy. No lie. Yeah. I don't know what made me say that. And then fast forward, we exchanged numbers that day and I ended up hanging out with him later on that same day. And my husband and I have been together since the day that we met, since that Uber ride, we have been together. Oh my God. And how long has it been? We've been together for almost four years. Uh, wow. He proposed a year of us meeting. He put a ring on it. He said he knew That's right beautiful. away. Mm. A year and two months after our proposal, we had a beautiful wedding with like almost 300 guests. That was like the dream wedding. And I, my husband's my soulmate. Like I just, some, I just knew like uh -huh. something was like, this is your person. This is your guy. Now, do you feel so? So how is it when you like see him every single day? Do you read him? Do you tell him about what's happening or how does that, do you guys have boundaries on that? So I can't actually read my family members or people who are really, really close to me. Like it just, it's a part of me. So I can't read oh. myself. I get the oh. gift that God didn't give me the gift for me. I would girl, I'll be rich already. Okay. <laughs> okay. Balling. So God didn't give me the gift because if okay. he did, life would be different. So I, I assume that people who are close to me, I can't read them because it will almost be like reading myself. If I can tell my husband's future, then I'll know my future. So mm. I can't read him the same anymore, except for it was one incident when I was home and I called his phone because I felt like he wasn't at work. And I called his phone and I was like, where are you? And he was like, I'm at work. And I was like, oh uh, yeah, no, you're not. Where are you? And he was like, babe, I'm at work. I'm at work. And I'm like, listen, we were engaged. And I was like, we will call this wedding off. You must've forgot who I was. I'm gifted. And my spirit is telling me that you are not at work. Do not play this game with me. And girl, I was going on the deep end. And then like five minutes later, he walked in the door with flowers and he was trying to surprise me. <laughs> Oh, and girl, I was ready to call the wedding off. I was like, are you trying to, we doing lying now? You not at work? Are you saying you at work? Oh yeah, no, bro. But it was for me. So things like that, I can still know like, if he's okay. Yeah. 
is like, but not like in debt with my clients, like diving into his life. I am a part of his life. Well, he seems like a good one. So that's good. <laughs> so how do you, how do you get like, so do you, are you cool with any other intuitive life coaches? Like, do you want your, do you, you know, is that like a, a relationship that you have built with other people so that you can get your life read or how does that work? I mean, I've had a couple of people that I will call um, to speak with, but again, I'm very funny style because, mm. you know, I'm, you got to know where the gift is coming from. Not everybody. Yeah energy is good so I'm super funny style I do have one person that I call every once in a while but I'm big on for myself because I am God-fearing and I I am a prophet I just try to go with trusting my own intuition because of mm-hmm. my own gift so I try not to really go to people because you know you know I know when people are real and when they're not and it's yeah. not for me them out there to be honest with you so mm-hmm. kind of stay away and what would you say is there a, a testimony that you can you could talk about that someone just it you have changed their life for the good that you could talk about and you could share with us mm-hmm. for the good uh, let me see so many clients I speak to like 200 clients a month oh um, a lot. yeah so yeah uh one my back. I just had it in, it's on my Instagram okay so I had a young woman she was very um, insecure very insecure, very shallow, didn't believe in herself, never dressed up, never did any makeup. She did nothing. So okay. apparently in her session, I told her to get dressed, get do her makeup and book a photo shoot. And she would end up in a big magazine. And she was like, me, never. She was like, I would never, like, I don't even get dressed. Like, I don't even, she's the most shallow person in the world. I was like, listen to me. So fast forward, she was like, okay, Tosh, I'm trusting your judgment. She does her makeup, she gets dressed up, she books this photo shoot. The photo shoot was so incredible that the photographer was like, I love these photos. You know what? I have a connection with Vogue. Do you mind if I put these in Vogue magazine? And she was like, what? What? And she hit me up immediately, sent me the photos and I put the testimony on my um, Instagram. And now she's like the most confident person in the world. She wants to take pictures. She wants to do this. And it's literally changed her life from the shallow, insecure woman. Just, I mean, honestly, overnight, really. Overnight. I told her to I do something. I testimony on my live too. Wow. So that's on your yeah. Instagram. That's yeah, I just got amazing. up over the live like an hour ago. Jeez. And yeah, I saw one. that you were on live. <laughs> yeah, she me and she says, I got to give you a test. I saw her typing. I got to give you a testimonial. I had her session yesterday. I told her that she was going to get a new car. I said, you're going to get a new car. Your car is going to be done. You're going to get a new car. Three hours after I told her that, she got into a car accident and totaled her car. Wow. Without her kids being in the car. Thank you, Jesus. And now she has to get a new car. She just said that on my testimonial like 20 minutes ago. Oh, my gosh. It's like making my heart race. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Wow. Wow. Helping people. Yeah, it's such a blessing. And because you help so many people, you know, I'm sure you have to work on like your mental health. What do you do uh, every single day to prepare for that? Do you have like a morning ritual or a nighttime routine or anything? Yeah, so I pray every day. Um, Mm -hmm. The first thing I do in the morning is I pray to God and ask God to continue to give me the strength and the power to help people Mm -hmm. because I have to be strong to help you. If I'm weak, then I can't give you anything. So that's the first thing I ask for is strength. Um, Talk to my husband. I always calms my soul. You know, we have our little chats in the morning about our day and about life. And I take Mm -hmm. my first call usually at 11 a.m. So from 11 to three, I'm straight on the phone, clients, back to back, no breaks. And then from three to 4.30 is nap time. <laughs> so oh, okay. I take a nap 
from three, well, three to three thirty, I have lunch, mm-hmm. and then from three thirty to four thirty, I'm sleeping. Cause I have to like, that's how I replenish by like resting and sleeping mm-hmm. and praying. And then when I wake up, I'm like recharged. Like I never spoke to anyone. Wow. Instead <laughs> of calls and I usually end at like eight, nine. And how did you realize that you needed this specific routine? Like, did you just start it one day? Did someone tell you like, I need to take a nap at three 30 every single day. Where did that come about? Well, I chose that time. It, okay. There's no specific time, but I knew that I couldn't. I speak to an average of like 10 to 11 people a day. So th- th- there's no way <laughs> that I can go straight with talking to people. But what I do know is that when I rest, when my body is calm, when I'm sleeping, it just literally like recharges me. That's what I realized. When I'm going on and on and on, it's just no good. I'm drained. So I really, I, and my manager, Taja also, she's, I love her. She's like my biggest protector, one of them. She was like, you need a nap. You need a nap in the middle of the day. So she put nap time on my calendar. Hmm. Um, she was like, this is the time where you need to rest. You need to take a nap. You need to, I want to make sure that your energy is good. So I knew that I needed a nap, but she made me take my naps. <laughs> wow. So naps are important because I say team no sleep, but <laughs> for you, you got to well, recharge every single day. You, gotta recharge. you have to, Wow. you have to, but you're going to do big things though. I'm excited for you. Okay. (laughs) I'm nervous about that because I wanted to ask you specifically about my career because I've done radio. Now I'm in the podcast world and I'm like, is this something, am I on the right path? You know, should I be focused on something else? You know, I thought my life would go in this direction, but it's going here. So you say that. And what do you mean by that specifically? Right. Um, so I am seeing a lot of growth within your career in media and entertainment. Mm-hmm. I want you to dive into doing like interviews of high influencers, celebrities, like kind of like red carpet stuff. Like I'm seeing you one-on-one with people interviewing, asking about their lives, like some, something similar like this, like yeah. a Denzel Washington, you know, uh, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, wanting to know deeper things about their lives. I want you to do more of that. I am seeing that coming out of for you in radio. So you need to stay focused in the radio world because that's how you're going to make those connections and Mm -hmm. through your podcast as well. Okay. So I'm seeing you doing more like high influencer celebrity interviews. That's what I'm saying for you. That's going to lead you in the right direction. You also should look into acting. Okay. Um, I feel like you would be a phenomenal actress. So that's my, that's my love. That's the love of my life. You know, and that's why I moved to LA. Yeah. So Uh, I'm like, how do I like, do you foresee that this year for me acting? Do you see that? Cause yeah. I keep saying, I feel like a part of my soul is missing because I haven't mm-hmm. tapped into it. Cause my focus has been, this has been radio has been interviewing. I got it. Yes. I acting just popped out of my mouth, girl. And yeah, I, that I was just, like, I told you, you're going to be doing acting. So should I focus more? Cause you know, earlier you said interviews, should I focus more on radio and interviewing? You can do both. You can do the interviewings because the acting is what's going to be a segue. It's going to work hand in hand. Mm -hmm. The radio and the interviews is what's going to allow you to make certain connections. Mm -hmm. The connections and stuff that you make in the acting is going to allow you to do the interviews. The interviews are going to open up opportunities for you to get acting things. Okay. Got it. Hand in hand. I'm trying to break it down if I'm making sense. It works hand in hand. So you need to go and audition for like Tyler Perry Studios. Find out when is his next audition. Find out what shows he's having, what movies he's coming out with. Intuitively, he's working on a ton of projects right now that Mm. he's going to be auditioning for soon. Okay? (laughs) Okay. 
So you need to be looking into that and auditioning for those interviews that's coming up so you can lay your mark. You already have clout. You're already in entertainment. You're on the radio, okay? Yeah. Let's, let's utilize your resources and your contacts and you have the look, like you're awesome. Thank so you. you need to do that. You also need to take new headshots and new pictures. New, You're supposed to be doing that. What happened with that? <laughs> I just had a photo shoot yesterday, but it wasn't for headshots. It was like for this. <laughs> no, you need to do some headshots. You know, like the actresses, actors, headshot and everything. Yeah. You need to do that. You haven't done that in a while. Oh, you haven't done it actually. Yeah. Wow. And then what about an like an agent and manager? Should I worry about that or just focus on this? Um, a manager would help you. Um, I feel like the agent piece is going to come for you as you dive deeper into the entertainment industry. I don't think you're going to have to look for an agent. I think an agent is actually going to come to you, which is going to be even better. Mm. So it gives you to weigh your options. So you got to dive into it. You need to do auditions in Atlanta. Wow. And take your, take your photos, your actors, you know, how they have like the headshots. Yeah. That's so it's crazy. You've been saying that because I've been feeling the energy. I just went to Atlanta and I've been feeling that energy of something of like life is going to take me there. I don't know why or how. Okay, that's really interesting. I recently went through a breakup and um, you basically had told me with the breakup because it's just been devastating for me. It's been it's been difficult dealing with this breakup. And you told me that basically he, him and I were life partners, but he, um, he's uh, very indecisive and I'm going to end up meeting somebody. You foresee somebody in my life and he's going to come, my ex is going to try to come back into my life. But by that time, it's probably going to be too late. But I am picking up confirmation that that is the case. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it was just too much back and forth. It just wasn't gelling the way mm-hmm. that it needed to go, you know, and you weren't getting fully what you needed to get out of the relationship with everything that you were putting in. It wasn't equal. It didn't feel whole to you. It felt very incomplete. And Mm -hmm. that is not fair. Okay. You're an amazing person. I think you've given your blood, sweat and tears to that relationship, but it's two-sided. It's two-sided. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not one-sided. It's two-sided. And I feel like what you were putting into the relationship was not being reciprocated. And so Mm -hmm. it was in your best interest to move on. So you could get the person that you wanted to get. And unfortunately, he's just going to realize that the grass is not greener on the other side oh why am I getting emotional (laughs) yeah it's been um such a difficult probably like the hardest couple of months you know but for whatever reason I've just been praying about it and I'm like I'm gonna get through this I'm gonna get through this because and for all the girls and boys who are listening to this breakups are hard you know but I had to realize that I'm a strong person and you have to get uncomfortable. You have to do what's best for you. And he always felt like, oh, that's the easy route to leave. I said, no, it's actually the complete opposite. It's harder for me to leave this. It would have been easy for me to keep dealing with the arguments and the things like that. But I felt in my heart for whatever reason, the day that I left, that was the time for me to go. And you it know is- why, You mind if I call you Brie? Yeah, call me Brie. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> because you were loving on him more than you were loving on yourself. Absolutely. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. it was. You were loving right. on him. You were loving on yourself. 
Yeah. And you you knew, but then you didn't know, like you you didn't want to own it. But then one day you had an epiphany. You know, know, you were like, what's happening here? Like, this is not right. Like, this is not, this doesn't make any sense. All right. Yeah. He also was a little bit, he meant well to a degree, but I feel like he was also a little bit manipulative to a degree as well, mm-hmm. because he didn't value what you were bringing to the table. And I feel like he always undermined the efforts if I'm making sense yeah he did you know and it's like no no Mm-mm. you made so, the right decision I made the right decision now do you see a, a like a life partner this year do you uh, see meeting 100% not there I don't like to predict time yeah I try to be like a ballpark figure um but what I do see is within two years tops and that could be next week that could be this year that could be within two years um I certainly see that you will be happy I certainly see that you will meet someone who is incredibly amazing and it's almost going to be too good to be true because (laughs) you're a little bit jaded from the past relationship your your heart is living on fear because Mm -hmm. of the unknown and you just not you you are not going to go through that again you're like i'm not going through this heartache again no so god is going to put you through this and you're going to get through it and you're going to meet this guy and it's going to be like okay god thank you for making me move okay so it's going to happen in a way where it's not here it's going to be somewhere no i mean he could have a connection to la Right. I can't say if he's going to live in LA or not, but I do see a connection with him with, with LA, whether he's visiting back and forth for work or family or something, but it is mm-hmm. a connection to him there. So I can't say that you won't see him there, but I do see that he's like, he doesn't work in entertainment, but he's attached to it. Okay. Yeah. Like he's not in radio or actor or anything, but in some capacity, he is attached to entertainment. Relationships are just so difficult, you know? too much energy huh? I want you to live your life I don't want you to give it too much energy I want you to live your life live your life because inside of you living your life is how you're going to meet him if you spend time and energy like when am I going to meet this guy when I'm, what's going to help me get over this like what you're going to hold up the process and that energy is going to keep whatever you deserve stuck in the universe so you got to release release trust you trust your intuition by walking away trust yeah. your intuition in regards to what's next for you yeah don't think about it. Okay. And it's so hard because it's like every day I'm having dreams. I'm having nightmares. And my mom's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going through it mentally. And I just, happens. it happens. Okay. But that's okay. That's okay to not be okay. It is okay to not be okay. Yeah. And I tell people that all the time. People are like, oh my God, I got to get it together. Like, why? No, you don't. Like you can be in your moment and not be okay and be okay with not being okay. You're a human. You just yeah. had a breakup with a man who you love. You loved him. Yeah. And it hurts. And that's okay. Go through what you need to go through. So when you do meet your guy, you're prepared, you're healed, and you're cleared. So go through mm. what you need to go through. Yeah. What would you say? Like for somebody who's as busy as myself, what would you say is the best healing process? Is there is there a good healing process for when you're no. you're trying to mend a broken heart? No, just no. live your life. Live your life and trust the fact that you walked away for a reason. Try to remember why you walked away. If you have to take it to pen and paper and Mm. literally write down the pros and cons, old school pen and paper, okay? And write a line in the middle and wrote the pros and the cons. And I can guarantee the cons 
column will super exceed the pros. Okay. Mm -hmm. And use that as a daily reminder as to why you walked away and why you knew that you deserve better. If that doesn't give you a step, I don't know, girlfriend. Now you're physically, visually seeing it. Like I'm not with him for these reasons. Yeah. I agree. And this is what I want. And then write another one where your wants and your don't wants and put okay. it together. Okay. And I can guarantee it's not going to match. Mm -hmm. I've always had a gravitational pull towards career for whatever reason, you know, out of everybody in my family, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I knew exactly where I wanted to live. And then there gets a point in a plateau in your life where you're just like, all right, I'm here. I'm where I set myself to be. And then you just get like fuzzy and confused. And then like depression starts happening and anxiety. And it's like, what do you do when you're in those situations where you feel stuck? You know, like I don't like ever feeling stuck, but you've pretty much confirmed I am on the right track. I am going in the right direction, trusting your intuition and being intentional. I feel like that is the theme for this year is just being very precise and intentional. There's a reason why I did this podcast. I don't know why. As soon as I broke up, I was like, girl, podcast, graphic designer, headshots, photos, hair, all these things start happening and flourishing in my life. And I thank God every single day. And I'm like, I'm doing something right. You yes, know? You yes, you are. And you need to yeah. keep that attitude that I'm doing something right. You know, I'm a huge right. saying facts and beliefs, right? Like you're like, I think I'm going on the right path. I hope I'm going on the right path. Like you have to be very mindful of your facts and your beliefs. You have okay. to mention depression and being, you know, sad and being unsure and all that. Those are not facts. That's beliefs. Mm. Like you believe that I'm stuck. I'm not moving. I'm not doing this. I'm, those are not facts. Those are beliefs because you are doing things. You are in action. You are <laughs> doing a podcast and on radio and you're in action. So stop putting in your mind what you're not physically doing, what you're physically doing. You're already doing it. Yeah. I, 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 I wake up every day wanting to be the best version of me, not just for myself, for my family. I feel like I owe so much to my mother. She has gone above and beyond. And I'm sorry, what? She sacrificed a lot for you. Guys. She sacrificed so much for all of us. And I helped raise my brother and sister. Um, very transparent here on this podcast. So for those people, your mom worked a lot, you know, to yeah. ensure that she had for you guys to ensure that you guys had the best things. So it wasn't really much time for her to spend with you guys bond with you guys as much as she would have loved to because she was working all the time. Mm -hmm. And so for you, you being the eldest, you know, you took on that charge to say, mom, let me help you out. Let me, and your mom has always felt this guilt because she felt like she deprived you of things, even though you're okay. Like you <laughs> love your mom. So you're like, mom, it's fine. But in her soul, she right. felt like, wow, like my daughter stepped up and she did these things and basically because she didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Because you kind of didn't, you had to do it. You know, your mom was doing a lot of things by herself. Mm -hmm. And trust me, your mother is super grateful for you. And because of that, you are go going to be blessed. Mm. Don't think that God didn't see that you sacrificed your early life to help your mom. Yeah. But your time is coming. Thank you. And I, and I always tell her the day I make it, just know I'm have a car waiting for you outside. A car, everything. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> a house, everything. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Amen. Your mom is she like obsessed with kitchens? She does like kitchens, yeah. 
kitchen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I see her like losing her mind over a kitchen. Yeah. Um, so, yes. She I loves to cook. You move your, I know she does. That's why I said losing her mind over a kitchen. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, make sure this kitchen is like fascinating, which you will, because you love your mom so much. She's such a beautiful, beautiful, kind soul, too. Your mom is so kind. She's so supportive of you. Like, yeah. if you, the support that your mom gives you, girl, you should be flying <laughs> in the air with a Superman cape on because your mom <laughs> puts the ultimate battery in your back. Okay. <laughs> she is. She is. Oh, I love it. <laughs> She's so supportive. You know, every day she texts me a long quote. It's a positive quote and how to get through the day. And it's almost like she knows I wake up feeling in the funk because some days when I'm feeling good, she won't text the quote. <laughs> but some days where like I feel in a funk, she'll text me this long thing of just like, you know, morning affirmations because I believe that's so important. And she's just such a positive person. And although she's going through these health issues in her life, you know, shout out to my doctor who's really helping her and figuring out what's going on with her health. But, you know, you're saying that you see this house for her. That means so she's going to overcome this uh, health issue that she's going through. They're working on it. Um, yeah. They still haven't identified exactly what the problem is. And that's what it is because they can't quite diagnose her. And so they figure out exactly what the issues are is what I'm picking up. Now I am picking up something with the blood without going into too much detail. I am picking up something with the blood area with her. Um, that's wow. coming up for me as a concern and they'll be able to identify it there. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Exactly. What we're trying to figure out is yes. this blood thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the blood thing that's going on. Okay. okay. They're going to figure it out, but they're going to have to do more and more tests. More tests are coming up. Okay. She's going to have to go to a specialist, um, is what I'm sensing. I also want you guys to look for like a holistic doctor, is what I'm seeing, in addition oh. to the regular doctor, like a holistic doctor to let them know what the symptoms are, what she's feeling, what's going on. And perhaps they can support her from a holistic approach. Um, but I am seeing issues being blood related. The issues are blood related, right? Yeah, they are blood related. And we're trying to figure out as to where this is coming from. Yes. Stress. So, stress? Your mother's stressed. And I don't know why, but she's stressed. And it's also something, in addition to that, it's also something that's hereditary on her father's side. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it is. So, her her, yeah. father, her family side of the fa her family side of the family had a lot of health issues. Mm. Okay, okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just such a firm believer that everything, you know, happens for a reason, but at the same time that everything is going to be okay. Um, we're just such we're such a positive family, my mom's side. Um you know, I don't know if you read my life or if you obviously yeah, you can read what I've gone through. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yes, I can. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know if you can see it, but I've gone through so your father. my what? Your father. So I was supposed to be adopted by my father, right? Um, and then I wasn't legally. And then I found out that I was adopted at 18, which is like psh, the craziest thing that you find out as a as a child. Um, and that you know, there was a point in my life where I was like, I can go in this direction where I just become a statistic or I can go in this direction where I can change this, this curse from the family and, and, and just flourish because I knew deep down inside in my heart that I had a gift. Yeah. And although I get nervous about it, you know, like you, you talked to me earlier about interviewing and I'm just like, ah, like I love doing this. 
Like we're like flowing right now. You're so good at this. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so comfortable right now. Thank you. Thank you. And I, but I don't know why I'll prepare questions, but I'm like, I don't even know why I do that because I love to just have a fluid conversation. That's why you're great at what you do. You don't need a pen and paper. You don't need to read a script. This yeah. conversation is incredible. So just <laughs> naturally flowing, asking real questions. That's what you really need to focus on. That's what people want to hear. They don't right. want to hear the typical questions that people are asking. Like, what do people want to know that they're not sharing? Like, what do people really want to know about Beyonce? Like, let's really talk about that. Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing. You know, like, you don't need a script. Keep no. your natural organic flow. Yeah, I love the fact that there's this platform where I have 40 minutes to an hour to just have a conversation because I'm so used to having my own show where my breaks are from 15 to 30 seconds. And I'm like, how can I be, how can I, you know, be this entertaining within such a small increment amount of time, you know, and engaging and fun and energetic. And this is like a very calming, this is who I am. This is Brianna. I love to talk about mental health, especially within our community. I don't know why I feel like a very special, sacred connection with you, but- our conversation is just it, like it was meant to happen today at this time. I'm like, very big on time intervention. I'm yeah. very big on things that are supposed to happen when they're supposed to. And yeah. speaking of mental health, I'm actually trying um, to get onto Raji P. Hansen's platform on Facebook Live, Beautiful. where she focuses on mental health and wellness. Uh, that's nothing solidified yet. Um, but I am trying to, my hope is to get on that platform because speaking to 50 clients a week, there's a lot of people who are struggling there's right. a lot of people who are having a hard time, especially around mental health issues. Like mm-hmm. that's where it starts. Because if you have in your mind that you can't do something, that you're yeah. struggling, you can't get out of a relationship, you are in an abusive thing with your job, that affects your mental, that affects your health, that could put you into a depression of not knowing that you're good enough or you're not valued based off of what your life experience is. So I pull people out of that. You know, I right. pull people out of that. Like, no, no, no. Like, this is your path. Like, let's yeah. go here. Like, this is cool. So right. I really, my hope is that I, I get on a platform to have that conversation. And I, I would love that for you to get on a higher spectrum. One day I'm going to get to that, you know, but... <laughs> But the fact that we're here now, um, because it's such a sacred space. You know, I was on a show last year that was... I I realized that this was a gift. I realized that... I had to be put in situations in my life so that I can manifest this. And I didn't necessarily know what it looked like, but on the show, I was like the help. I was, I was the, the brightness of the show. I was the one who at the end was like, all right, well, life is still going to be okay. You're going to be able to get through this. And when I realized that's what I loved. And yes, it was only two minutes of the show from the whole like hour long show. I loved it so much because there's always a positive side of things, no matter how gruesome, no matter how ugly it could be. And I want people to understand that. I want be, I want you to know that even though it sounds cliche, you're going to be able to yeah. get through this and you just got to look at it. You got to change the narrative, you know? <laughs> and everything is temporary. Like yesterday is yesterday. Last right. Monday was last Monday. Yeah. I tell people all the time, there's nothing you can do about the pra- past and there's nothing you can do about the present. Like what's coming out of my mouth right now, it's coming out of my mouth. Yes. The only thing that we have control over is the future. That's it. So mm-hmm. whatever happened, whatever's going on, it is, it is what it is. Figure it out, do better. It's at your will. It's at our control. And I, so I love your, your concept of people being all right. 
Yes. And, and, and being intentional, you know, like yeah. have these affirmations, write them down, have a pen, have a paper, tell yourself every day that you're, you're going to get through this, that you're going to have an abundance of money, that you are healthy. You know, all of these things, they matter and take accountability of your life for you. And these are conversations that we have to realize that we need to have within ourselves. Cause if you're not cool with you, how you going to be cool with your man or your girl or your daughter or your son? Yes, yes. You know? And another thing I'll leave you with, being the author of your own life. Mm. Being the author, write your own book. Be the author of your own life. That's huge. You need to do a vision board. Me? <laughs> I do need to do a vision board. Do a vision board. Vision boards work. When I would, now, do you feel like writing on the vision board or with photos? Both. Okay. My vision boards have photos on there, writing on there. I got everything on my vision boards. And I would tell you everything that I put on my vision boards, it's happening or it happened. Oof. They were, yeah. vision boards are very powerful. Okay. Yeah. I've been meaning to do that. And I'm just like putting, you put stuff off, man. Procrastination is just, it's a thing. You're the vision board. I'm telling you, you're going to be like, wow, it's in your face. Because when you create something, you create this vision board. You're the one that's cutting out these photos. You're the one who's writing these words. So you put it on the board and you put it up and you look at it every day. That's on you. You have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Because if you don't do it and if you don't create the life that you want, then that means that you're not really serious. Mm. So to hold yourself accountable and to make this vision board and look at it every day and be like, I said, I want that. I put that. I'm going to have that. I'm going to have it. And yeah. if you do half of the work, the universe will meet you halfway, but you got to do the work. I don't think I did the right. I don't know if there's like a right type of vision board. Cause I've been saying I want a Jeep Liberty and I'm, I'm Jeep Wrangler. And I'm like, I had it on my vision board and I still haven't gotten it. And I'm like, girl, when was your, when was your vision board? When did you do that? vision? This, board? this was like three, four years ago. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I have all of my vision boards that I made. I have a vision board that I made like six, seven years ago that yeah. just recently happened. From my oh vision God. board that I made six, seven years ago, but it happened. Okay. okay. So don't don't be attached to the time. Mm. Just be intentional about what you want. You can't control when and what and how. You have no control over that. You just got to put it out into the universe and be intentional about creating it and then let God do his work, but put it out there. I love how I said my theme is to be intentional and I wasn't being intentional. <laughs> right, right. You got to be patient, girl. <laughs> yes. Patience is so important. I'm like, I'm realizing more and more every single year how valuable patience is because once it happens, it's like, you see, it was going to happen. It just was a matter of time, sis. <laughs> That's it. We don't predict time. You know, and no. even when, when, I, when I speak to my clients, they're like, when am I, do you see me getting married? Exactly. What year? What month? I'm like, I don't, I'm not God. Yeah. Do, are you going to get married? Yes. Yeah. Like, but there is people need to understand that there are certain things that you need to do first before you get to other steps. People want to skip over like five different ways in their life to get to that. Like you got to change your job to meet yeah. the guy that you want. You got to move to another state to meet the guy that you want. Like it depends on the scenario, but you can't want him to come in and not do the work. He's not going to fall out of the sky. Right. So I guess <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and I feel like because of Instagram and social media, people love to just speed up the process because they're tapping photos where they, they see a lifestyle that they want. And they're like, it looks so easy for them, but they don't, you don't know. Everybody's story is different, you know? Yeah. And most of the stuff on social media, people that people post are not real. You know, one mm -hmm. of the things that I love to do, like when I can't sleep at night, cause I can read photos. Yeah. I'll like surf through Instagram and like read people's photos. <laughs> cause I can read. Wow. 
yeah, I can read people in pictures. Wow. So I like read people's photos and I'm like, this is not what's really happening. Or I'll see a girl that's like, you know, me and my man. And I'm like, girl, he's cheating on you, but okay. You know, like, you know, and, and I, I, I was like to my husband, I'm like, babe, let me tell you what's going on over here. And I like tell him like what's happening. He was that's like, you're going to inbox me to tell her. Right. And sometimes I will. Sometimes I will inbox someone and be like, hi, I'm Tosh. Here's my website. I need to talk to you. <laughs> Tosh with the T. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> You felt you felt that when you uh, looked at my photos on Instagram. Yes, I felt the things that I mentioned to you. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. crazy! Did you see this conversation happening? No, I feel like we're gonna do other things together. I didn't yeah. predict that we would interview, but I certainly feel like you and I are gonna build a relationship and mm-hmm. work on other projects together. That I am seeing. Okay, well, I love that. I- myself this is what I'm seeing through you I feel like we'll meet again we'll speak again like we're gonna do something else again yes so pep from salt and pepper shout out to the movie that came out last night did you watch it no I didn't get to see it, it. no it's incredible you gotta watch it okay. but that was one of my clients um wow. she's been my client for the past seven years and because we keep in touch like she's a friend now but a lot of the things that's happening in her life right now are things that we discussed um from the movie to the star they're getting a star on the floor in hollywood Mm. to the star on the floor in hollywood like all this stuff and like it just happens it's just happening so bryson tiller is another client of mine that um i predicted he was gonna have a baby and that he was gonna um move and it's all this stuff um and it's happening so bryson tiller barber um i mean dante hall tawanda braxton so on the back of my newest celebrity clients that I've spoken to and the things that I told her are like insane. And we happen to have the same birthday. So we call each other twin. So we're <laughs> friends now. So I do work with a lot of A-list celebrities in the industry as well when yes. things happen that I told them are going to happen and they, they happen. <laughs> wow. How often do you, do your clients like talk to you? Like, is there a time frame of like every two weeks, once a month? How does that work? Um, it's all tailored to what you have going on in your life. I never yeah. like to put a timeline because you just never know when you might speak to me. Um, mm-hmm. I am usually booked until three to four months in advance. I'm currently booked until the end of April. Like you cannot get on my calendar. Um, I do have um, VIP options available at my original rate that guarantees you a session with me within two weeks. So, you know, some people are like, all right, Tosh, I'll speak to you in three months. I'm like, you don't know that. You might need to speak to me sooner. You mm-hmm. know, you might need to speak to me later. You may not need to speak to me in three months. So it, it depends. I let people do their own thing, but just, I always ensure them that I'm here. Like wow. in some way, somehow, however you get on my calendar, um, you can get to me, but I just want people to know that I'm here for them and I support them. So whenever, whatever timeline that looks like. Okay. And what is the best way for everybody to get a hold of you for those who are listening right now? Sure. Um, so I love when people follow me on my Instagram because I do my Instagram lives. So my Instagram is talk to Tosh922. Um, that's spelled out T-A-L-K-T-O-T-A-S-H-922, because people will put the number two. That's not it. <laughs> um, and my website, I'm talktotosh.com. Absolutely. And you also are on Clubhouse. How often are you on there? Absolutely. So I'm on Clubhouse as a guest on the Black Love Clubhouse. I'm hosted by my good girlfriend, Suzette and mm-hmm. David John. I'm great people. Uh, so I talk about love. That's an opportunity for people to ask me love questions on Tuesdays at uh, eight o'clock. Yes. I'm sorry, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Okay. Eastern Standard Time. And on uh, Thursdays is my clubhouse. I have my own clubhouse. Um, they are called Talk to Tosh. And that's just, you can come on the stage and ask me any question, one question, any question. And that's usually for an hour on Thursdays at, starting at 8 p.m. Well, Tosh, 
I just want to say thank you for taking the time. You said you have a schedule booked until April. You are booked and busy, honey. <laughs> I feel very blessed. You know, more importantly, I'm just so thankful that I'm able to help so many people. You know, my mission is to help the world, you know, Oprah Winfrey status. Like I want to mm. Joe Osteen it and sell out stadiums, you know, to randomly pick people in the audience and be like, based off of my spirit, whatever's going on, like, come get this help. <laughs> Come get your life, oh. you know, come get this out. <laughs> so I'm just, that's my goal to make like a rock star status, first star rock star status intuitive. That's what I'm aiming for. Do you foresee yourself writing a book? Yes, I actually wrote a book. Um, I didn't write a book. I wrote a chapter that's scheduled to come out in, in uh, February. Okay. I wrote my first book that I can call myself an author when it comes out. Yeah. So it's a co-author with like 25 other entrepreneurs and how they pivoted through the pandemic and COVID and everything mm. and how we empower and help people throughout that time. So I wrote my first chapter, but my goal is to eventually write my own book. Well, I can't wait to see your future. I'm really grateful for this new uh, relationship for you and I, and I'm just so grateful for this. Time. I can't wait to connect. We got to connect offline because I love it. Like I feel girlfriend with you. And when I met my manager, Taja, she told me that I told her we were going to be best friends and we were going to be friends. And I was, I don't remember saying that. And like now we're like sisters and she's my manager. She's running my business. And Aww. she told me that I told her that. So yes. like, people in my life were like, you told me the first time you met that we were going to be friends. Yes. And we are. So we're going to be friends. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Thank I feel you so that. Much. Yes. <laughs> and I'm thank you again for having me as a guest. Absolutely, Tosh. Well, you have an amazing rest of your day and God bless you. Okay. <laughs> God bless you. We'll talk soon. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I feel like a breath of fresh air has just taken place. I feel as though weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. That was so powerful. I feel empowered. Okay. Like I really need you guys to follow Tosh on Instagram. Talk to Tosh922. Y'all, that was life-changing for me. And I'm I thought I was gonna be a little nervous about sharing so much with you. But hey, I mean that's how you get to know me. And I hope that this has inspired you to invest in yourself and speak to Tosh and intuitive life coach. As you can see that this has just been you know, a peekaboo into my life. And y'all, I can't believe that this just took place. Like, I'm just in so much awe. I didn't realize that it was going to be this in-depth and I was going to learn so much about myself, about my past, about my future. And I just really want to know how you guys felt about this episode. Feel free to comment, rate, subscribe if you haven't already because I'm just really interested to see how you guys feel about this episode. This was my baby, y'all. Like, I let you into my world. We were extremely vulnerable in this episode, but that's okay, because how are we going to grow as a family if we're not connecting on deeper levels? You feel me? So don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment. I'm super interested to see how y'all feel. And of course, tap in with me next Wednesday at 3 p.m. I always drop a new episode. And also, leave it to be and let it be. See y'all next week.